If you have a Facebook page, then I can bet you at some point ran or tried to run a Facebook ad. Let me tell you, Facebook ads are not easy, especially when it comes to measuring the results. Lucky for you, my guest, Rita Berry, Facebook ads and marketing expert, joins me on the show today, and we dive into the importance of brand consistency, what ad metrics you should be focusing on, and she drops her biggest ad tips for Facebook, which I now use. Say hello to effective ads that work on Facebook. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into personal branding, how to build our businesses on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now photographer and podcaster. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, put on your comfy sweatpants, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Welcome to the show, Rita. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to mom business owners. This is going to be amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. Before we dive into Facebook ads, branding, and metrics, please tell us more about you and your business. Okay. Well, now at this point in time, I run a marketing agency and we specialize in Facebook ads and marketing measurement. So it's kind of this hybrid. We only have the two services and ultimately it really is that we, all that stuff that people do online to market their business, we help them measure all that stuff and then we help them drive traffic with Facebook ads. So it's often very intertwined, even though it kind of seems a little bit separate because ads are always a whole lot better when you know what your numbers are. Yes, I would imagine that would be very helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we have a lot of mompreneurs listening who are using Facebook to grow their business and brand. Do you have any tips to get them started on the right track when it comes to using Facebook? Oh, for sure. Like mostly my specialization is very much the ads, right? As opposed to um, kind of the organic stuff. Oftentimes I get those questions from family and friends going, can you help me set up my page? I'm like, nope, I'm not the person you're looking for. Um, But one of the biggest things, no matter what kind of marketing it is that people are doing, is that measuring it and having some kind of strategy, the strategy would come first. And then the measurement is so important. Because I call them random acts of marketing, which is often when we first start with our businesses, I know I was very guilty of this too, that you just kind of guess and everything's really sporadic. Oh, I can totally agree with you. Posting this, (laughs) posting that, there's not really, yeah. (laughs) There's not a rhyme or reason to it. You kind of like pick up a, a, like a snippet of strategy here and there from like a blog post or whatever. And there really isn't this grand plan to it. And not that the grand plan needs to be intimidating. Oh gosh, how do I even come up with that? But it's more that like, what is it that you're trying to do? And what is it? How are you trying to educate your people? Because that's really ultimately what marketing is, is just giving people information so that they can make a more informed buying decision, right? It doesn't have to be skeezy or weird. And whether you're doing that on Facebook or Instagram or whatever channel you choose, if you're coming from a place of service and helping people make an informed decision, then that's it, right? But it's really looking at what that strategy is for your business. What is it that you need to talk about to make a more informed customer? And and just figuring out what those little buckets are so that you can actually have like strategic conversations. 
to tell people what you do, how you help, et cetera, rather than just like posting avocado pics or whatever it is that people do. (laughs) (laughs) So in your opinion, how important is it to showcase your personal brand on Facebook? So the, I would say the platform itself wouldn't be as important as it is the showing up consistently on whichever, so whether it's Facebook or Instagram, et cetera, um, that the consistency though of the brand is very important. It's something we see in uh, paid social all the time is that having that cohesive feel, whether it's through the visuals, but also through the messaging and the clarity of the message and your values and how you show up and what's important to you as a business owner, all those things that make up a personal brand, knowing what that is, at least in some way, right? Because I always think it gets so much more clear the more we actually market. You can't actually like figure it all in your head before you start, which is too bad. Because <laughs> I know it's, it would be so nice to be perfect before we all begin. But the brands evolve for sure, but there's still that consistency. So it's kind of the same way um, someone had mentioned, and I can't remember who to attribute kind of this analogy to, like if Brene Brown showed up and she started talking about bicycle repair instead of vulnerability and everything, people were like, what is happening, right? It's like just staying in your lane is important. I'm sure she gets sick sometimes of talking about the same thing over and over and over again. And we do too as business owners, right? Like when we're on brand and we're talking about our stuff and we're staying in our lane, it, we can feel like, oh my gosh, just all I ever talk about, how boring is this? But for the people listening, it's consistent and it's, you know, that's what they expect from us. So that consistency and branding, all the things that that means is incredibly important. We have, I'm sure, many entrepreneurs that choose to use ads for launches, lead pages, courses, or even special events. But when it comes to Facebook ads, it's, it's intimidating. It's a monster. What metrics should people really be focusing on? Well, it's going to depend on the business model. So if you have a kind of an e-commerce business model where you're selling, like you're directly selling on Facebook and actually trying to, you know, there's a sales ad, they'd go directly to a sales page sort of thing. That would be an e-com model. For that sort of business model, you can be looking at return on ad spend, right? Or you could be looking at the cost per sale um, for that, depending on kind of which one your brain prefers. Especially when you're getting started, it doesn't really matter particularly which one you're looking at. Um, but if it's more of a lead gen, like you're trying to get somebody on your email list, that's a little bit more tricky because the sale comes later, right? So you're really optimizing for the lead cost and you're not really sure in the beginning what's a good price for you, right? And that's usually where people get tripped up if they have courses, membership sites, or they're in a launch model because they're building their list ahead of time. And they're like, is this a good list? Is this a good price? And ultimately you're not going to know until you launch and you find out. Uh, So it's checking with kind of industry averages, um, things of that nature, because like for a PDF sort of of download, it's not uncommon to have that anywhere from like a couple cents I have in some really small niches, all the way up to really expensive like business services, kind of like online, make money online kind of spaces. Those lead gens can be very expensive, like 10, 20, $30. Webinars can be extremely expensive. It just you just, once you get started, you kind of see what your number is. And then it would just be kind of checking in with someone who necessarily maybe knows a little bit more has run ads before, like, is this out of line? (laughs) That kind of thing. Because it's really hard to say 
what's good for one particular business because it really depends on how well the rest of your business sells what it is that you do, right? Like it depends on your conversion rate from your leads to your sale. Now I'm going to follow up with the, with the question before we started this interview, cause I am so new to Facebook ads, never really dove into them deep. And then I have a, you sent me a question and I'm excited to ask you because I don't even know what the question means. Cause I want to know what is considered a more useful metrics. And you have here the ROAS or the CPA. So explain what that is and then which one is more useful. Okay. Sounds good. So the two metrics are return on ad spend. So that's ROAS. You'll hear people say that. Some people say the ROI of ads. If they say that, that's all the same thing. And it basically is a calculation of the total amount you spend versus divided by the total amount that you earned, or pardon me, vice versa, the amount you earned divided by the amount you spent. So if you spend $100 and you make $100, your return on ad spend is one. So it's basically you broke even. And that's ultimately where most people, when they start advertising, and even when we take on a new client, that we're trying to make their funnel on Facebook work to break even, right? Unless they're like a well-established advertiser and we have benchmarks that are different than that. Because the first place when we don't know if something's going to work is that you want to try to not be losing money, right? Because that's, mm -hmm. that's always everybody's goal. <laughs> And so with the return on ad spend, it's, that is a really good metric for your e-com businesses because it actually takes into account something like called average order value. So like say those $27 products are really common right now on Facebook where, you know, the templates and different things where people go and they do an ad that's a direct to sale ad for $27. Usually there's an order bump, right? Where you can add an additional thing to the cart. And then on the thank you page, there's often a one-time offer for a further upsell. So that's the perfect type of funnel on Facebook to use ROAS as the example, because the initial price of $27 isn't actually what you're making most of the time, right? With those upsells, you could be say making $45 as the average price that people are paying once they go through all of those steps. So instead of looking at CPA, where you're like, I don't wanna spend more than $27 to get this person, you're actually making $45 off each of these people. So return on ad spend is actually a really helpful metric to look at um, when you're dealing with e-com stores or anytime there is sort of like bundles and upsells and things like that, because uh, it gives you a better, a better read on how the whole system is doing. So that's that one. And then CPA is your cost per, cost per acquisition is what CPA stands for. And if you hear cost per sale, cost per result, those are often all the same things. And, uh, and so for the CPA, that's a really great metric. If you just have like a single product, one course, that's all that's happening or a membership site. And the reason that it's a really great one for a membership site is I have a lot of clients that have like really significant membership communities with a lot of data. And so they'll know like their lifetime values that maybe people stay for eight months on average. And it's a hundred dollars a month for easy math. <laughs> and then, so that means each person that comes in is about uh, like, is it worth about $800 to their business? And we use CPA for them because when we're, you know, running their, running their ads, 
oftentimes businesses like that are willing to spend more than a hundred dollars. Like they're willing to spend more than that month one to get a customer. They might be willing to spend 300, 400. I have one client who's willing to spend the entirety of that full like lifetime value to acquire a customer because they can grow faster. But if you were using return on ad spend, for example, in that example, you know, someone gave you a hundred dollars in your pocket for that membership you would be going way into the negative if you were willing to spend up to $400. So we use CPA for kind of those membership models and courses. That was a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure we can fall down many of them when we are talking about <laughs> Facebook ads. But what yes. are your biggest tips for my listeners, especially for someone who is just so new to Facebook ads or just it just seems impossible to wrap their brains around it. Like what's your biggest tips for them? The biggest thing with Facebook ads, if like someone's brand, brand new is really to start with the retargeting ads. Cause usually the first thing that everyone does is wanted to jump into the, the interest targeting. If people have ever heard about that, which is what we would refer to as a cold audience who's never heard of you. And so that's, that's always the thing that everybody talks about with Facebook ads. Like, Oh, you can reach all these people you've never reached before but the easiest people to convert and the cheapest people to convert are the people who already know you. So on Facebook, your retargeting audiences would include uh, if your pixels on your site, if it's not, please everybody do that. Um, <laughs> get your pixel on your site. If you ever intend to be advertising at some point in the future uh, that your anyone who's been to your website, you can retarget them. Anyone who's, for example, maybe been to your services or your course page or any kind of sales page on your website, you can show just those people and add, you know, like advertising your product or any bonuses that come with it, things like that. And those audiences are so small, right? Like it's just hundreds of people, um, sometimes maybe smaller, maybe a little bit more, but those are the ads that you can spend a couple dollars a day on and really see a wonderful result. Cause you're not trying to reach, you know, a million people. You're just trying to reach your best people. And so you can upload your email list. That's another great retargeting audience. Anyone who engages with your Facebook page, your Instagram page. And if you do any, um, any live video, either Instagram, uh, not Instagram lives, any Facebook lives, or even if you just upload videos to the platform, like they don't necessarily have to be live. They could be pre-recorded, but basically any video that lives in your video section on your Facebook page, you can retarget those audiences as well. And they're the cheapest and you usually make the most money from those audiences too. So it's a fantastic place to start. Now, if we start with a retargeting ad, I like that idea. Do you feel that there is a minimum amount of days to run an ad to get for it to be the most effective? It would depend on whether it's like a time limited offer or not. Um, like if it's kind of like launch space, then it would kind of have to end. Um, but usually on the ad, I like to see 1500 impressions of the ad. So that's something you can see in your Facebook ads manager before I decide whether it's a stinker or not. So that's more going to depend on like what your ad spend is. And that's why I like impressions because, you know, saying it needs to run for four days. It, you know, if you're only spend, if you're not spending a whole lot, that's not going to do it. And other people have really high budgets and then they can blow through that really quick. Right. So you really want to make sure that enough people have seen your ad that you can take a look at kind of what are the results? Are people signing up? Are people clicking this? What's the interaction? That sort of thing before making a decision about it. Uh, Facebook also has something called the learning phase, which people have probably heard about. 
and or maybe not just google it you will see all the things about the learning phase and basically what that is is it's facebook's gauge of whether or not they have enough data from people interacting with your ad to kind of stabilize it as far as the costs and things like that so facebook's guidance right now is that they like to see 50 results so whether that's whatever you decide is the result whether it's a conversion or a click to your website etc they like to see 50 of those in a seven day period but that's a little bit variable. Like sometimes it comes out of the learning phase after 10 results and other times it takes longer. It just depends on how much you've been using your pixel usually. Super cool. Now I'm sure I have a lot of listeners that may have a ton of questions as far as like making sure their website has the pixels, how to upload their you know, email lists for their Facebook ads. So can you please share us uh, where we can find you on social media. Cause I know I'm going to have a lot of listeners who are going to want to connect with you and ask you all the details. <laughs> sure. Um, Instagram's the best place. Um, that's Rita Berry and B A R R Y C O. Uh, that is my handle there. And, uh, and that's really the only one I use. It's so funny. I don't actually use Facebook all that much. I don't really market all that much. Um, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm in that play. Well, it's been 11 years now I've been in business, so it's more, um, yeah, more word of mouth for me, but you can definitely find me. DMing is usually the easiest way to get a hold of me there. And then um, my website is often a really good place as well. That's where I hang out. And that's ritaberry.co. Well, thank you so much, Rita, for sharing so much information on Facebook ads. And I know it was pretty much just the tip of the iceberg. And there's so much more depth to Facebook ads. And you are the go-to gal for that. So everyone, please go check out Rita, her information, her website. I've already been to her website and checked out her information. And I love the information that you're putting out there. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Rita. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.